welcome to another episode of Wondering Wednesday, a podcast by Character Inc. Publishing and Raising Kids with Character Parenting Seminar. This week's questions have to do with audios and using different talking books, radio dramas, and so forth with children, especially with young children. If you have read much of our blog or heard us speak, you know that we are avid fans of audios. We had two children specifically who were dyslexic and one severely so, and we found that by using audios with our dyslexic children, we were able to continue their learning even when they were not able to read at a high enough level to get the content areas themselves, such as science, social science, and so forth. We also were able to continue to increase their listening comprehension. And when the listening comprehension is increased and they are able to comprehend what they hear in audio format, this carries over eventually to their reading comprehension when they are able to word call more extensively. Additionally, we didn't have a television for 20 plus years of our child rearing and we relied heavily on audios for entertainment and enjoyment. We liked the fact that audios helped our children to picture things in their minds and make their own videos, so to speak, of what they were hearing. We really feel that audios contributed greatly to our children's vast background of experience. If you've heard me speak about reading education as well as comprehension and language arts, you have probably heard me talk about the importance of building a child's background of experience. Whatever the child brings to the learning process via experiences, encounters with material that they've read or have read to them or have listened to, they bring all of those things to the reading and learning experience and it enriches it further and of course it also increases their comprehension because the more you know about something then when you read and study it you have whatever you already had in your background to bring to that and then it just makes the new material that much easier to comprehend. So yes, we have been avid audio book and audio of all kinds really um, fans for our entire 32 years of parenting. I can remember when our first little guy was two years old and I was able, since I was a distributor through Homegrown Kids, I was able to get the entire Your Story Hour program on cassettes, of course. And I can remember when he was just two and three and four that we would play those and listen to those all day long and just how the Bible came to life when we listened to the Bible stories. And um, then as he got older and we added more children, the historical ones, and how that just uh, they just learned so much from those and they enjoyed those so much. The, one of the questions specifically that the a writer or reader asked for was concerning the ages to start radio dramas and audios of various kinds and what to start with. Uh, this particular uh, reader has a two-year-old and um, 
wanted to know about starting audios. So let me just give you a few tips with beginning, starting out with really young children, first of all. Um, the first thing is that, not just with young children, but in general, uh, the competition is steep for audio right now, as I'm sure you're aware of. When we had audios, as I mentioned before, we didn't have television, we didn't have computers, and um, so audios were it. And so because of that, the enjoyment factor and the desire to listen to audios was really great. Right now, there are so many things you know, crowding in our children's minds and um, in their uh, audio, video, technology, you know, type of, uh, of devices that it is really hard to get children to be truly hooked on audios. And so, generally speaking, the younger that you can begin with audios, the better. We were very firm believers in, um, even after we did get, uh, television with the uh, DVD, and we allowed the children to watch movies, and we watched movies, and and so forth. And even now, you know, with Netflix and computers and so forth, um, even when we did get those things, we still did not allow the children to watch things during the day. Um, if you are a homeschooler listening to this, then uh, this is just a really good piece of advice that I have for you, because it causes children to focus on the daytime as learning. We had a slogan that said, daytime is for learning and evenings are for family and fun. And so let me just repeat that. Daytime is for learning and evenings are for family and fun. And so because of that, the daytime was set aside for for hard work, for the hard work of learning, whether that is a, you know, a preschooler playing with Play-Doh and building with Legos, or whether that is you know, an older child, you know, writing reports and, um, you know, learning other skills throughout the day, um, playing with younger siblings even, but just to set aside the daytime as learning time. So if you are able to separate out so that there's, there is not so much competition with the audios, as far as, you know, daytime you can listen to audios while you do chores, during lunch, um, while you do your penmanship, whatever your whatever your rules might be and whatever works for your child because some people, some kids can listen to audios while they do other things really well and some children can't have things playing in the background when they're trying to do math drill or audios or, or uh, whatever it might be. But if you have uh, a time when the other competing things are not available, you'll have a better chance of getting your kids hooked on audios. Also starting out very young helps as well. Um, our kids started out, they were raised with audios from the time, you know, that they were very young. Uh, we had audios playing, and then as each child was added to the family, they just, it just became a way of life that we always had audios. So back to our two-year-old, um, I have a few recommendations for starting out with a two-year-old and listening to audios. Uh, the first thing is that a two- and three-year-old will be more likely to just listen to audios if it is something that is very familiar to him in other settings. So for example, if you get um, like a Frog and Toad collection of books all in one audio, or a Winnie the Pooh collection, or a Beatrix Potter collection, or something like that, all on one audio of multiple stories in a row, for example, and those are stories that you have read to him during story time, that you have those books around your house. He looks at the pictures 
during naps when he can't fall asleep um, or whatever, then those will be familiar. And so he'll be more likely to listen because it'll be something that he has already heard. So that's my first recommendation. Secondly, uh, we started out with a lot of rhyming things whenever possible. So Dr. Seuss, of course, is rhyming. But the problem with doing a lot of small picture books is that you have to keep putting in audios and putting in audios. So collections are really a lot better um, to do for audios. And when I say collections, you know, even if it does have a book with it, like a book and tape set, like Frog and Toad together, and it might be like five Frog and Toad stories all in one volume, um, you can still do the audio just by itself, assuming that he knows who Frog and Toad are and you've read those other stories to him at various times. And so when he just listens to the audio, he's making those pictures in his mind. Um, so I would choose maybe longer or collections over short snippets or short stories. Now, I will uh, detour a little bit here and say that audio books, audios and books together, like what uh, is sometimes referred to as talking books or audio books, or what we always call book and tape sets for young children. Uh, they come in your at your library in a bag, usually with a book and a tape. So it'll most of the stories that we read to our children are available in libraries oftentimes in a book and tape set. While that isn't true audio listening, that is another good place to start um, if your child is old enough to keep up and turn the pages. Again, that will be more fun for the child and he will enjoy it more if those are books that he's already had read to him, even in that situation. But with the longer ones, the collections, you don't even need the books. He can just listen to those when he's taking his nap or at, uh, at bedtime, um, whenever, just without the books even. Uh, and secondly, or thirdly, <laughs> wherever we are on here, um, we did a lot of rhyming books. So we used um, the Bible Time Nursery Rhyme book. We also used uh, Christian Mother Goose and then just other uh, Mother Goose rhymes and so forth that are, again, in a collection, one right after another. Um, another good one for that is um, the Book of Virtues for kids. Uh, it has a lot of stories, one right after another, for children to, to listen to. With the rhyming ones, however, the, the poetry and uh, nursery rhymes and so forth, um, usually children are very attracted to rhymes. Um, they just, by their very nature, attract children. So those are uh, something that are that might be good to use with like a two-year-old, for example, or a three-year-old. Again, especially if you do nursery rhymes during preschool with him or school or a story time or whenever. Next, uh, I want to talk about moving in from the talking book, so to speak, and into um, other books. For sure, Bible stories. Um, are really a good place to start with audios. And we had a set of books called Stories That Live, and they were what we called our book and tape sets, and the cassette was the same color as the book, and um, our son, who's 32 now, just poured over those. And he had those playing all the time, just day in and day out, and just one Bible story right after another, one Bible story right after another. And um, I could still I could still sing this theme song to it, um, it was a really cute set because it had a little verse or two of a Sunday school song. You know, everybody ought to go to Sunday school or um, uh, uh, God is so big, so big. And so anyway, just little Sunday school songs between each Bible story. And um, 
so that was kind of fun too because uh, sometimes those were songs maybe that we didn't have at church or uh, that he was unfamiliar with so we learned more songs that way too but Bible stories are definitely a really good thing not just um, just because of the, the sheer uh, benefits of audiobooks but because you are of course getting God's word in your child's heart and he's hearing the stories and memorizing many of those stories over and over again. So any kind of Bible story collections uh, that you can uh, get for your child for him to listen to. Um, even, you know, we think about uh, like veggie tales and things like that that come in audio. Again, familiarity will actually turn your child onto audios because it's something that he or she already knows about and wants to hear more about. Next after Bible stories, of course, are the infamous radio dramas, and these are there are many, many of these. Um, several that we have used, I'll just list right here. Uh, the Pond, which is put out by Bill and Gloria Gaither. Stories That Live, I'm sorry, Your Story Hour, which is the whole Uncle Dan and Aunt Sue, um, which many are dated as far as their storylines and things today, but with your story hour there are also the Bible stories which are not dated at all and there are also the historic ones um, so patterns of destiny and heritage of our country there are historical audio stories that are not dated that you could also use with a little bit older kids there is um, Jonathan Park uh, audios uh, about science and following a family who's exploring and, and so on and so forth. There's, of course, the infamous and my personal favorite, Adventures in Odyssey, which I'm very proud to say that I have listened to nearly every day of my life for 25 years. And I can really, really rock Odyssey trivia games. So there you go. Um, my kids also enjoy uh, Down Gilead Lane, which is similar to Adventures in Odyssey. And then there are the radio dramas for older kids put out by Focus on the Family, the, like the radio theaters, the classic books like Ben-Hur and Les Mis and, um, um, oh, we have all of them. I can't even think of all the titles right now, but those are for older kids. So let me just back up and, and talk a little bit about most of those. The first one that I mentioned is The Pond. Uh, by Bill and Gloria Gaither, and this is a really good stepping stone from the story collections, rhyming books, and Bible stories into true audio, and the reason is because it is so inviting. It's about these animals down at this pond, and... Um, they the, I, the, the tune of the song, the introduction song is so catchy, um, but it is just a lot of fun to to hear their stories. They always have good morals and, and um, Christian principles. And the animals, everybody loves the animals um, down at the pond. And uh, it has music between. And it has um, sound effects and different people being the different characters. So that's a really good stepping stone from um, the collections that I mentioned earlier. And then, of course, the your, your Story Hour, as I just mentioned earlier, those Bible stories are fantastic to move into next. Um, 
They are, again, your story hour. They are narrated by Aunt Dan and Aunt, Uncle Dan and Aunt Sue. And, um, you know, by their very nature, narrated by Uncle Dan and Aunt Sue sound, um, sound dated. However, they do have the, the voices, the sound effects, the music, everything. And um, just an excellent way to learn so many Bible stories. Just, you know, just delving into, because they're divided up into Old Testament heroes, the Book of Acts, uh, Life of Christ, and so forth. So those are outstanding. When you are ready to move from your story hour or the pond and into, uh, like, radio dramas, serial radio dramas, um, Adventures in Odyssey is outstanding. I do uh, caution about starting them too early. Uh, the Bible stories are fine to start earlier, but um, they are, many of them, um, mysterious. They are, um, they deal with, like, danger and different things that are might be frightening to really young children. So we didn't usually start Adventures in Odyssey until four or five years old. But it's really hard for me to say because they kind of just, you know, started into them as they listened with the older kids. But Adventures in Odyssey and Down Gilead Lane are both very similar. Radio dramas, the voices, and so forth. Um, we're kind of new to Down Gilead Lane in the last 10 years or so, whereas we've done Adventures in Odyssey for 25 years. And the, the things that are brought up through listening to Adventures in Odyssey, the discussions, the decisions, the um, relationships, everything that, that Adventures in Odyssey brings is just absolutely amazing, and they are excellent quality. It's one of those things that, you know, when you hear, why can't Christians make better movies? Why can't Christians make things as good as, you know, the world or whatever? And it's truly, Adventures in Odyssey is one of those things that Christians have made top-of-the-line radio dramas. Um, Storylines are fantastic. The writers are amazing. Um, so anyway, just can't say enough about that. The same thing with Down Gilead Lane. Our boys, especially in the last uh, 10 years, have enjoyed those. And then, of course, the radio theater that I mentioned before. We love to listen to an entire radio drama book, an, um, a radio theater book while we're traveling. And it is a really good way to get in some of those classics, Oliver Twist, Ben-Hur, so on, um, as a stepping stone to reading them. Uh, because I, I, more than one occasion, our children have listened to the radio theater and then read the book. So, um, because they are very inviting. Okay, then moving just in general into... Um, into talking books, into audio books. Uh, I have in the past gotten a lot of audio books from Blackstone Audio, a lot of classics, um, including Christian classics like um, God Smuggler uh, and um, uh, The Hiding Place and uh, then back to the Radio Theater by Odyssey, they have Anne of Green Gables. There are just a lot of good audio books out there. And the ones by Blackstone and the ones that you get at your library that are just talking books are just nothing but 
the book being read. So that would be definitely something to move into for older children. If your children are studying a certain novel, it's really good to have them listen to the whole thing, uh, maybe towards the end of the class, after they've read it or while they're reading it. Um, we used junior high uh, fiction audios a lot with our kids. I was an avid reader uh, to my children, uh, read literally hundreds and hundreds of chapter books to them, read entire sets of like Boxcar Children, Sugar Creek Gang, um, all of the uh, Josh Ladd, all of the Frank Peretti, all of the um, uh, um, anyway, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought, but just a lot Oh, and all the American girls, and so forth. Just a lot of chapter books out loud. And then they would get them from the library. And so um, that was really good because they got to hear it uh, another time. So anyway, I hope this uh, question and answer time about audios has helped you, uh, both starting at age two or three and moving on up into enjoying audios with your teens while you're on the road or while you're driving or while you're working together cleaning and cooking. Um, you know, a lot of people watch videos a lot, and, um, you know, we enjoy videos too, but audios just really bring something that videos cannot bring uh, to your children's education, uh, to the family unity. We have got countless, countless uh, little things that we say, you know, to each other that came from an audio drama, like, you know, Jacob, 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 your name is Jacob, isn't it? And, you know, we all laugh because we know exactly which Adventures and Odyssey that came from. So family unity, I just can't say enough about audios in general. I will leave you with uh, a little um, highlight for me, a little bright spot that I recently um, had with that had to do with audios. As I mentioned before, I read hundreds of chapter books to our children um, out loud for a couple of hours a day, just every day for 20 years, and um, 25 maybe. <laughs> and um, one of those that I read, first of all to Joshua, who's 32, and Kayla, was the entire Sugar Creek Gang set. Um, they are just outstanding chapter books about these boys in the 1940s and, and just adventure, and, and we just really, really loved them. So I read all of those to them. And then several years later, I read them all to our little boys. We have three little boys, so to speak, um, 22, 20, and 16. So I read all of the Sugar Creek Gangs to them again. And then about that same time that I was reading them, we found that they have... Um, them all on, or they have a lot of them, I believe, or maybe all of them on audio. So we started getting those, and they listened to those and listened to those every afternoon while they were building Legos, when they were cleaning their room, and so on. And now our 22-year-old is a pastoral studies student at Moody Bible College in Chicago, and uh, his first semester there, two years ago, he got hired at Moody Publisher as a publishing, as a um, production assistant, and so he does a lot of editing and uh, proofreading galleys and so forth, and he has just spent the last few months uh, editing, proofreading um, the Sugar Creek Gang series that they're bringing back on ebook. So that was just a real joy to us, um, just to have something that's so uh, dear to us and so, that has brought us so much closeness and so much enjoyment uh, and which audio has played a part in and then to have him be there every day editing and um, 
proofreading the galleys for the Sugar Creek Gang. Um, so hopefully that gave you a little bright spot, too. I know it makes me smile every time I think about it. And this is Donna Reesh with Character Inc. and Raising Kids with Character, Wondering Wednesday podcast. Please email your questions or call us or check out our blog, Character Inc. blog at WordPress. And we hope to hear from you soon. Thank you.